Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Pardon the interruption, but I'm Mike Wilbon. It's Halloween weekend, Tony. Are you going to get out of that basement to celebrate? I'm Tony Kornheiser. Yes, I'm in studio, dressed like Frank Isola. See? Took forever to put this makeup on. Wow. Oh, my God. Wow. Fooled me entirely. I'll prove it. That's your boy. How's that? (laughs) That's pretty good there. Pretty good, Tony. Thank you. Gotta go golf. Welcome to PTI. Tony's actually decided the weather is good enough for him to play golf. So here to do his work for him is our great friend, Mr. Frank Isola. Oh, wow. There was a voice or two in there. Losing fans down here quickly. Man. We begin. It sounds like Barclays in there. (laughs) Exactly. We begin with the Ravens dominating the second half in Tampa and beating the Buccaneers 27-22 last night. Lamar Jackson led Baltimore to touchdowns on his first three drives of the second half. And despite a late touchdown, Tom Brady and the Bucs had no answer. With the Buccaneers at 3-5 and five on the season, Brady is now multiple games under 500 for the first time in his career as a starter. Frank, Brady is getting all the attention today. Yeah. But is this all really on him? Yeah. You know, Mike Evans said no one's pointing fingers at Tom Brady. And I get it. The defense, which right now Shaq Barrett out for the season – I get the offensive line isn't any good. But you look at that offense, 29th in the league in red zone efficiency. Sometimes those red zone stats are confusing, but guess what? Last night they scored in the first quarter for the first time this season. So Tom Brady's been a great player, and the stats so far look half, don't look terrible. 315 passes without an interception. But, Mike, Tom Brady's all about winning. And these are the kind of games that Tom Brady finds a way to win. He just doesn't look like himself. And I'm watching it last night. And it reminds me a little bit of Michael Jordan with the Washington Wizards, even a little bit like Derek Jeter last few years with the New York Yankees. It just, it just doesn't feel like it's going to end well. And Tom Brady just isn't Tom Brady. And go back to a couple weeks ago when he missed that walkthrough, 11 days at training camp he missed, and I understand yeah. he's got stuff going on in his personal life. But, Mike, the TB12 yeah. method isn't just avocado ice cream and egg white no. omelets. It's yeah, showing up for point, practice. Frank. It's attention to detail. Preparation, I just don't see it right now. I just don't. Frank, I, I c- couldn't agree with you more, and, but, but I'm going to draw this out a little bit. Um, and i got to credit uh, our, my friend and colleague Jalen Rose as we prepare for, you know, NBA night here on Friday night uh, up at Seaport. Jalen talked about he paired LeBron and Tom Brady. And he said, look, there can be numbers, and these guys are going down if, as the, either the greatest or among the greatest of all time in sports in America, period. But there comes a time when you don't impact the game the same yeah. way. And that is what I think we're watching with Brady and with LeBron. LeBron's numbers are great, and this is where numbers lie. But you can't still have that blast furnace energy that pulls other people along or drags them or inspires them. Tampa's not any good defensively. Nope. They don't run the ball. Nope. They don't make good decisions. But Brady's part of it. Brady's part of the malaise. He's not all of it. It's like LeBron is part of it, maybe a smaller part with the Lakers, but you look at the guys who have that blast furnace energy in the NBA 
right now you look at Luca and you look at Ja. They impact the game. They're not as great as Brady or LeBron yet, but we're talking about where these guys are now. And Brady and LeBron seem to me to be in a similar boat in which, you know, you still look to them because you know what they've done over decades. Yeah. But, Frank, I agree with you. It's not happening for the team and to pull them out of it. And Brady specifically didn't play last night. And there are all kinds of reasons as to why that could have been. We were made aware of that today with his announcement on yeah. social media. It just, he's not Tom Brady right now. And yeah, he's 45. He, My God, how long and, does he have to be Tom Brady? But, but, but here's the thing, though. He did win the Super Bowl at 43. 44, he yeah. leads the NFL in passing. And you can't tell me he's lost it that much. I just think, you know, when you get to this point in your career and he announced he was retiring, then he came back, and there have been plenty of times this year, and again, we understand, you know, some of the stuff's happening outside of football, but when you're halfway in and halfway out, it just doesn't work, especially when he spent his no, whole doesn't. career being it, no, it all the way in. By the way, also, the defense gave up 233 rushing yards to the Ravens. The Ravens look like the Ravens, defense and running the ball last night. Good job by them. All right, let's move to baseball. And finally, game one of the World Series. It'll be Aaron Nola for the Phillies against Justin Verlander for the Astros. Verlander is a certain Hall of Famer, but he's never won a World Series game, going 0-6 with a 5.68 ERA and seven starts. Mike. Would it change the way you see the Astros' chances if Verlander loses again tonight? A little bit, Frank, a little bit. But, but the Astros then come back with Framber Valdez. And I, I understand yeah. that, you know, you got Wheeler going for Philly. And at that point, that looks like a, a, de- a, you know, a dead heat. Uh, but then Lance McCullers is there to, I guess, start the third game for Houston. No, I'm going to still favor Houston. And it's interesting to look at Justin Verlander's not, not even his postseason career, which is a great record, something like 15 and 11. But his World Series numbers, as you mentioned, he's not the first guy, the only guy we've seen have some struggles at various points in the postseason. Obviously, league championship series and division series, you know, he, Verlander's been just fine. But, you know, he reminds me a little bit of Maddox and Kershaw. They yeah. had their struggles at times because you're playing against the best. You're not getting bad teams, you know, um, and, and, and bad matchups maybe with some other team's third or fourth or fifth starter or somebody having a bullpen night. You're not getting that now. Yeah. So Verlander's got that, but I still trust in Verlander tonight, and I'm still going to trust in Houston even if they lose game one. You know, uh, first of all, tonight, how about this? It's the first time in 107 years that the World Series is starting on a Friday, which is a little hard to believe. We'll find out from Jeff Passan whether or not they close the roof. I think the Yankees are still complaining about that. But you look at Verlander, 18-4 and four during the regular season, 1.75 ERA. Now, if he were to lose tonight, I don't think it changes that much because you look at the Astros' bullpen, and, they, and Dusty could be quick to They're make ready. a change here They're because ready. their bullpen has been yeah. lights out. They gave up – think about game three against the Mariners – 18 innings, no runs. And then they shut down the Yankee bats, which went quiet in a four-game sweep. So Verlander, I, I expect him to pitch well tonight. He's had about eight days off since the last time that he's pitched. Here's a big thing, though, for the Phillies, because the Phillies can hit, which is something the Yankees can do. They can. Bryce Harper in the postseason, 419, five home runs, five doubles, 11 RBIs. He has he's been, been incredible. Great. He's been fabulous. Yeah. I'm still banking on Verlander tonight. I'm I going with great pitching this late into October as we get to damn near November. I'm, I'm going with great pitching tonight. We'll see if that works out. Yeah. Let's move to the team you watch for a living, Frank. <laughs> Maybe unfortunately, the Brooklyn Nets. Luca 
had a triple-double last night. 41 points, 11 boards, 14 dimes, and the Mavericks beat the Nets in overtime around the corner in Brooklyn. For the Nets' fourth loss in five games, Kyrie had 39, KD had 37, but the Nets had no answer for Doncic's shooting and passing and all-around mastery, if you do. Yeah. Frank, you're watching the Nets close up every night. Are you seeing a team that can actually come together or, like me, one that is fundamentally flawed? Well, if they're going to come together, it better happen on Saturday against Indiana, and then they get lucky they play Indiana again on Monday. Because the schedule this week, three games and four nights, Memphis, Ja gets 38. Uh, then they play Giannis and the Bucks. Giannis gets 34 in the second half. Second and then half, last yeah. night, Luka goes for a 41-point triple-double. But defensively, the Nets have been a mess. And that's where I thought Ben Simmons would help them. There were two times last night where he was on Luka, and Luka got to the basket like I was defending him. It was just too easy. So we know the struggles that Ben is going to have offensively. It's defensively for the Brooklyn Nets. And oh, by the way, Tim McMahon of ESPN had a great stack going into last night. Kevin Durant was a minus 58 going into last night. That is highest in the league. He ended last night a minus 56. I did the math on the way down here. That's a minus 64 on the season. So their best player offensively has done well, but really the problems are on the defensive side. The problems are everywhere, Frank, because they're not a team. They got great individuals who can score a lot of points, and that doesn't mean you're going to win. I'm going to tell you one of the things I think. I'm going to link something again here in this segment. I'm going to link the Lakers in Brooklyn. You know how teams come into a season and everybody just wants to beat them. And usually that's reserved for the champion. Like you want to show Golden State how good you are. You want to show your fans you're as good as the champ. Well, Brooklyn and the Lakers, they have that attention, that bullseye, without being championship-level teams. So they got teams wanting to beat them and embarrass them. And guys look like they're sick of both of them. Maybe they're sick of hearing about them on shows like this. And they go, you know what, no, 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 we, we're, we're as good as them, if not better. And I think Brooklyn falls victim to that. And they've played these good teams so far, as you mentioned. Yeah. Anybody and everybody, most everybody's going to lose to Ja and to Luka at some point this season. But, Frank, Ben Simmons is a problem now. Yeah. He is nowhere near the player that we got used to saying is one of the top players, a player worthy of taking that at the top of the draft. He's nowhere near that. And Kyrie and Kevin Durant can score. Yep. What else are they doing? As evidenced well, by these minus numbers for KD, who's still, still, I guess, a top five player, but it's more like four or five now. Yep. So, wow. I don't see Brooklyn getting it together because I think they are seriously and fundamentally well, flawed. Well, I you, do. you can tell that Kevin Durant is frustrated. Let me just give you two things. Number one, Kyrie's played well. The other night, Kyrie tried to draw a charge against Giannis. When did you ever see him do that? And last night, he also tried to draw a charge. So he's locked in. But I'm going to give you a name. You're going to think I'm nuts. But he's got the name Curry on the back of his jersey, and he's still underrated. Seth Curry might come back Saturday. Seth Curry comes back. They need him because you can score. He'll take a lot of pressure off of Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving. They need him. How about that? The little Curry brother. The little brother coming back. Let's take a break. But when we come back, are the Astros talking about making an undefeated run through the baseball postseason a sweep? We're going to ask Jeff Passick. And later, Clay Thompson says he was hurt by something Charles Barkley said. Does he have a reason to be? Got to find out about the roof in Houston. Oh, the roof is closed. on fire. It's yeah. not on fire. It was on. Pardon the interruption is presented by the refreshing taste of twisted tea, hard iced tea. Please drink responsibly. Part of happy hour. 
PTI fans, listen up. Have you heard you can listen to episodes of this very show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with your Prime membership? That's right. All your favorite PTI episodes can be heard on Amazon Music ad-free. But that's not all. You can listen to other top podcasts like The Low Post and First Take ad-free as well. They also have your favorite shows like The Daily, Part of My Take, and Up First, all without ads. You know what this means. Uninterrupted listening, so no more cliffhangers. Amazon Music offers the most ad-free top podcasts, so we know they definitely have something for you. And it's already included in your Prime membership. To start listening, download the Amazon Music app for free or go to Amazon.com slash PTI. That's Amazon.com slash PTI to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. Vivid Seats wants to get you to the games you love this spring. Experience every pitch, assist, and game-winning shot live and in person. And the best part? Each transaction is a step toward a free 11th ticket with Vivid Seats Rewards. Score unbeatable perks like free tickets, surprise seat upgrades, and annual birthday deals. As the official ticketing partner of ESPN, Vivid Seats is offering you $20 off your first $200 ticket purchase with code PTI. That's code PTI. Visit vividseats.com or download the app today. Vivid Seats. Experience it live. Welcome back to Pardon the Interruption, brought to you by Twisted Tea, part of Happy Hour. After a four-day hiatus, the baseball playoffs resume tonight with Game 1 of the World Series in Houston. And that's where we find our friend Jeff Passan. Jeff, thanks for joining us. I I can only imagine how crazy it is out there. Baseball, for reasons that most likely had to do with television, wasted four nights before starting this series. <laughs> Does either team or has either team gained what you would call an advantage in that time of just sitting around home and hotel lobbies? Uh, you know, I think there are certain individual advantages to be gained. The Phillies' bullpen isn't particularly deep. They've been relying a lot on Sir Anthony Dominguez and Jose Alvarado. Those guys get days off. Jose Altuve, honestly, has been terrible in the first two rounds of the postseason, and he's had a chance to try and tweak his swing a little and figure out what's going on. I think if this hurts a team, it probably is the Phillies a little more because the Astros are just that juggernaut team that has talent, that has depth, that has no weaknesses. The Phillies are a team that's on a ride right now. And when you're on a ride, you do not want that ride to stop. You don't want it to pause. You don't want to be stuck at the top of the hill just waiting to go down for too long. They wanted to carry the momentum, and they're hoping that the party's continued all the way through the NLCS and onto the World Series now. All right, Jeff, I got two questions for you. The first one is from the Yankees. Is the roof open or is it closed? That's one. And my second <laughs> one, the Astros, they're unbeaten thus far in the postseason. Is that something that they're talking about, sweeping all three rounds of the playoffs here? Yeah, the roof is closed, and thank goodness, because it is really raining outside to the point that Tim Kirkchen was supposed to be on the show today, but he's actually <laughs> off camera here, completely wet and soaked. He wasn't able to make it. Good. Uh, go- going unbeaten? Yeah, it's actually being talked about, and sort of in hushed tones, because... It's baseball. People believe in the baseball gods that if you speak of things like going undefeated, which no team has done since the Cincinnati Reds in 1976 when they went 7-0, and uh, the best we've seen is 11-1 and from the White Sox and the Yankees back in 2005 and 1996. Um, the Astros think they can do it. 
I'm not so sure. It's really, really hard to win 11 consecutive games at any point in the season, let alone against the types of teams that they're playing in the playoffs. And when you have Aaron Nola and Zach Wheeler potentially making four starts in a series, the, the idea that you're going to make it through unscathed, it's pretty unlikely. All right, so the record tells us the Astros are much better, but the Phillies are playing better right now. Is there an area in the series where you look at the Phillies and you give them an edge? If there's any area, it's offense, because starting pitching, you know, as good as Nola and Wheeler are, the Astros got Justin Verlander, Framber Valdez, and like four or five more starters on top of that. The bullpen, it's clearly an edge to the Astros. They've given up three earned runs this postseason and upward of 40 innings. They all throw 100 miles per hour. It's disgusting. It's unfair, honestly, <laughs> how good their bullpen is. And defensively, uh, the Phillies uh, have been and can be butchers, and the Astros uh, committed one error so far in the playoffs by position players, and it was a Jose Altuve-like backhand up the middle where the throw was a little off, so it was a little iffy. The Phillies could go ahead with offense. They've got Bryce Harper, who's locked in. Kyle Schwarber's look fantastic. Reese Hoskins, Nick Castellanos. You can go on and on. They can go tit for tat with the Astros offensively, and the key to winning this series is going to be on the back of their bats. All right, Jeff, we'll let you get out of here after this. I, I, I make no bones. I am rooting for Dusty Baker, specifically Dusty Baker. It doesn't matter what uniform he'd be wearing after all these years as a manager yeah. and still trying to win that elusive World Series. Do you have any sense of how much, if at all, that particular achievement, after all his other achievements, ma uh, uh, matters to Dusty Baker in the here and now? Mike, if Dusty Baker ends his career without a World Series championship, he's still going to be looked at as a great manager, a guy who won 2,000-plus games, somebody who took, uh, you know, almost half a dozen organizations to the postseason. Like, he is among the best there has been. But there's that thing that a championship, that a ring connotes about you. And that's what Dusty Baker's missing at this point, and that's what he really, truly, deeply wants. I think if at this point he, d he had a ring already, he would be off on Kauai at his ranch just chilling and living the coolest life there is because Dusty Baker is the coolest person in the world. He just wants to be the coolest person in the world with a big fat ring on his finger. <laughs> He's got the coolest person in the world park, Concord. I'd be... Be dry down there, Jeff. I know yeah. during the NBA Finals, I've needed Noah's Ark yep. in Houston at times rain. for the rain. <laughs> yep. But thanks for joining us. Let's take one last break. But when we come back, the Broncos make an announcement on Russell Wilson's status for Sunday morning in Europe. And the Lakers, they have a new plan for Russell Westbrook. Wait till you hear about this. Yeah, it might be like the old plan. Yeah, somebody get Jeff a real big umbrella. That's South real Texas big. rain. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric E-Bikes today, the number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about Electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, Electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus. Electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome, so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. 
That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-B-I-K-S dot com. Hi, this is ESPN's Mike Greenberg, and ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sports book of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today, and new users get $100 in bonus bets for making any sports book bet. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Pardon the interruption is presented by the refreshing taste of Twisted Tea Hard Iced Tea. Please drink responsibly. Part of happy hour. Time to get happy, people. Happy 85th birthday, Lenny Wilkins. He's a basketball Hall of Famer three times over. First as a player who was a nine-time All-Star and named to the NBA's 50th and 75th anniversary teams. Second, as head coach for six different teams, most notably the Cavaliers, Hawks, and Sonics, with whom he won a title in 1979. He was even a player coach for four seasons. Player coach, Frank. Earlier this year, he was named one of the 15 greatest head coaches in the history of the league. And finally, he made the Hall as an assistant on the 1992 Olympic Dream Team. Four years after that, he won a gold medal as head coach of the 96 Olympic team. Look out that window to your left. He's a Brooklyn guy all the way. I got to cover him when he coached Ooh. the Knicks. A real gentleman. That's right. By the way, Talk also Lenny gentlemen. Wilkins trying to help bring basketball back to Seattle, where he lives now. What, how about Noble? That's what Lenny Wilkins has been, Noble. Yep. That's right. Happy anniversary, Clay Thompson. Around this day four years ago, Clay Brooks teammate Steph Curry's single-game NBA record by hitting 14 three-pointers in only 27 minutes of play in an early season beat down on my Bulls. Last night, Clay had five threes and 14 attempts in the Warriors' win over the Heat. After the game, he said it hurt to hear Charles Barkley say he's not the same player as he was before his injuries, adding, quote, Duh, man. Tear your ACL and Achilles in consecutive years and still help your team win a championship? I put in so much freaking effort to get back to this point. Give me some freaking time to get that back. I'm going to have a great year. Bet on that close quote. Yeah, well, Charles gets paid a lot to give his opinion. But by the way, Clay Thompson didn't play any basketball over the summer. He said he had anxiety about re-injuring himself. That's why he's off to such a slow start. Hopefully he gets back to being the Clay Thompson we're used to seeing. Hope he gets back to do that. Charles pointed that out, and Clay has every reason to come back and point yeah. that out. Totally understand the melancholy trails to Vince Dooley, one of the great and iconic college football coaches in history, died today at the age of 90. Most notably, Dooley was the coach of the 1980 Georgia Bulldogs, led by Herschel Walker, that won a national championship in the Sugar Bowl by beating Notre Dame. Dooley won six SEC championships in his 25 years in Athens, and he did that, dueling every week with the likes of Bear Bryant and Johnny Majors and Pat Dye. Vince Dooley was such a dignified gentleman who always seemed to be above the weekly pettiness of competition. Really a remarkable life for him. Played football at Auburn, was in the U.S. Marine Corps, was the AD at Georgia as well. But we all remember 1980, the championship, Herschel Walker. Remember the quarterback, Buck Ballou? That was a fun team. Buck Ballou, a team you just remember, a rememberable team forever and ever, Frank. That's right. We're running out of show. Let's go to the big thing. Russell Wilson is going to start for the Broncos against the Jaguars in London Sunday morning, barring any setbacks. What do you expect? What they say on that side of the world, rubbish. He needs to play better. I'm actually surprised at how poor Russell Wilson has been. Woj is reporting that Russell Westbrook is going to come off the bench for the foreseeable future. Your thoughts? I'm going to call Jalen Rose again. It's late. Now it seems like punishment. 
Last year they could have done this, it would seem like strategy. Now it just seems like get back. Ah. Virginia Tech blew a 21-3 lead at number 24 NC State last night to drop to two and six. What happened to the Hokies, Frank? What happened? 13 penalties. 10 of them were false starts. 10. Ugh. Number two, Ohio State at number 13, Penn State tomorrow. He's smelling upset. No, we, Northwestern, have Penn State beat. Had them on the ropes. No. Last one, Kentucky's at number three, Tennessee tomorrow. You like Kentucky's chances uh, at all? No, stay off the field, though. We're out of time. Thanks for watching. I'm Frank Isola. I'm Mike Wilbon. Have a great weekend, Knuckleheads. Check out NBA Countdown at 7 Eastern. Shameless and now, plug. here's SportsCenter. Have fun tonight, Mike. Stay out of trouble. We're going to have a good time. Good time, Frank. PTI. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric E-Bikes today, the number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about Electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, Electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus. Electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome, so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-B-I-K-S dot com.